everyone from all of us at Saskatoon Open Door Society. Welcome to our Cultural Bridging podcast series, Culture Clinic, with Cultural Bridging hosts Michael Efemfia and Anito Oulu. Today, Michael and I have with us Yolanda Aweldang, who is not really a newcomer. She's actually been in Canada 18 years, but she has a fascinating story to tell us. We actually want to talk to Yolanda a little bit about something we call gender role reversal, which she'll be able to explain to us. I'm wondering if, Michael, you've ever sensed, when you came to Canada, a sense of gender role reversal between your wife and you? I've had an experience that I can share. Share yours, and then I'll share mine. (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, I had a family come from abroad. They were from Istanbul, and they were actually a professional couple. She was a PhD surgical nurse, and he was a, um, a lecturer at a university. And it was quite interesting because no sooner did they get here, I started to see this strange role that the woman had to play. She suddenly had to become a multitasking, multifunctional person because back home, as a professional, she would have had many other support people around her. Someone to take care of the home, someone to uh, take care of the child, and then she could go about her work as he could go about his. But when they got to Canada, she suddenly found herself doing everything And she said, my goodness, I've turned from a professional into a housewife. (laughs) So it created a very different dynamic. And what about for you, Michael? Yeah, for me, and I guess for a couple of my friends I, I made here, it was just the realization that now we have to take on certain roles that we probably wouldn't have done when we were back you know, in our countries. For instance, we are more involved with things that we probably wouldn't have concerned ourselves with. You know, for instance, yeah, the man has to take out the gar- you know, the, the garbage and, you know, um, sometimes you have to help with the dishes oh, um, dear. in the kitchen. <laughs> so it's Trouble. reversal in that way because, like, you know, traditionally we're not... We're not exposed to to those sort of roles. And then you come here and then you realize, oh, there's nobody to help me. It's just me and the wife. And so if she's out working, then I have to cook. Ah, learning curve. Yes, and you're a good cook, are you, Michael? Oh, no, I'm not. (laughs) Well, having said that, let's um, meet Yolanda. Maybe you could uh, introduce yourself, Yolanda. And thank you for coming to speak with us today. So please go ahead and introduce yourself and what you're doing. Thank you to both of you for this wonderful opportunity. My name is Yolanda Awelden. I am a former refugee. Uh, I was born at the border of Sudan by then and Ethiopia in, in a refugee camp and then grew up the whole of my life in a refugee camp till uh, when I was about like 13, 14 years old. Got a scholarship, went and played basketball and stuff like that. That's how I ended up in Canada. Got a scholarship to come study. Mm-hmm. I studied in the University of Saskatchewan, graduated with the Bachelor's of Psychology, and then I'm continuing on in the same path. So hearing both experiences you guys have said, it is what I have undergone, and it is what I have seen my mom doing. Uh, my mom, beginning with gender roles, gender roles did not only change here for my mother in Canada, it also changed when we were in the refugee camp, because she became a provider, she became a protector, she, she even became like the one teaching my brothers how to be men. Oh. So, and then normally, like traditional in my culture, I mean, young ladies are taught by women, and young boys or men are taught by their dads or their uncles. But the, the roles in the refugee camp by then changed, so my mom became everything. So, as like the same like what you said about that colleague of yours or that friend of yours, who ended up like multitasking. You know, so do everything. Coming to Canada, gender roles here 
for myself. I was shocked that like I have to be the one fixing my own electricity. It is a man job. <laughs> why why do I have to do it? You know, but, but here you have to do it yourself. It it was quite a shock for me. You know, like simple thing that like I took for granted when when I was a teenager back there became thing that like I have to do. Like you know, there's nothing like this is a man job and this is a woman job in Canada. Mm-hmm. If it is in front of you, you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is one portion. And coming to my job, like my position, which is a crisis counselor, I uh, respond to to short term uh, interventions when crises arise. And crises could be something from somebody who 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 missed to pay their bill or pay their and I've been evacuated and I need to respond. And then on the other hand too, I am the focal point for domestic violence and mental health. You know, so and and, and my job really I, I, I put in also the culture because I'm I call myself a cultural psychologist because I put in culture and mental health which is the main thing that most people who come to Canada do not believe in it. They do not believe in, in mental wellness. They, they say, oh, I'll just check it off. But here the reality is with the gender role reversal, whereby a woman is easy to find a job. Let's say my, my brother here, if he came from Nigeria or his country as, a, let's say, a medical doctor, you will need a few years to go back here to upgrade. So that means in the meantime, when we are upgrading, the wife is the one who will go out and look for a job. If the wife finds on a cleaning job, which is going to sustain you, she's the one who's going to be leaving the home every day. And then the roles will reverse whereby you are the one staying at home. If she leaves at 5 a.m. because she needs to be at work at 6, that means you have to wake up the kids, make sure they have cleaned their teeth, they have eaten, <laughs> you take them to school. And I believe 90% of men who come to this country don't do it in their countries. Either you have got other mm. house help, or other relative, female relative in the home to do it. So most of my clients find it a challenge. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you will see the, the resilience of women. You know, like, you know, because in, in that regard, the women become multitaskers and like, and the women become like, they actually play different personas. Like, mm-hmm. like they play being a natural. They play being a counselor with the husband and the kids. You know, like the, they play being the cultural, uh, you know, keeper. You know, so, so like women show a lot of resilience, you know, like when, when, when they come here, at least what I have seen, you know, like they try to maintain their home. They try to make sure that their husband has not broken down. They actually try to, to, to push their husband higher to achieve their dreams. You know, so, and those roles that like that particular one is a role of a mother of, of that man when he was back home. But now the women here become also mothers to their husband. <laughs> so, so. Michael, do you want to respond? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely correct. At the end of the day, I think that everybody, um, when you come here, you quickly realize that you have to, you know, pull your weight. You have to contribute. Mm-hmm. And you understand also that the dynamics are different. You know, things are different. Like today, I was having a conversation with Anita mm-hmm. and she was telling me how she had blisters on her, her palm because she had to, you know, fix some things in her house. And I was saying to myself, why would you do that? Like, because <laughs> <laughs> um, back home, you know, like a woman would climb, you know, and start to hit the door or try to paint the house and all that. Like, they won't do those things, you know. But here, like you said, whatever you see, if you are the one around, <laughs> you, you just go ahead and <laughs> handle it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But but at the end of the day, he really, like, you know, as human being, we have got uh, power in us to actually excel. You know, so as much as it seems so so difficult or sounds so difficult for, for most women when they are new, you know, like they, they, they actually fit in, in like in those roles like reversal, 
very nicely because like we have got we, we have got power in us to kind of you know excel we have got power in us to kind of resist you know something mm. we have got power in us to kind of fix like the things that we need and we leave the thing that we, we do not need but the most important thing is most of these women know that you know what they we, we like they actually have help you know like so most of them reach out to open door they they join our program you know, like you know how can i help myself how can i parent in canada you know like i have seen a lot of them joining my program my program is reefs refugee and immigrant family strengthening program can and you that, tell us a bit about it about uh, your crisis counselor position and your program my like my position we are only two of us here is uh we mainly bridge the gap that exists between the newcomers and the main society we actually connect them to the resources mm-hmm. for example like let's say if 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 there's a domestic violence that arose in the home we will scoop in and make sure that like that family is is, is not destroyed further mm-hmm. you know like by making sure if there's underlying issues like factors we actually channel them to where they'll get those extra help mm-hmm. you know like let's say if somebody's sick you know we will come in and those resources so so like my position is actually like almost like being a first responder you know so if something come up or say oh yolanda you go look at it it could be something to the police with child protection with mental health with housing with financing with the school you know like if there's a gap somewhere we always scoop in and we fill it and then with my program rifts is actually a co-ed preventative program it is a psychosocial educative awareness program whereby we talk about culture legal laws in canada how to navigate the legal system uh, stresses and positive coping mechanism wonderful it sounds like something very much needed so when you said you're a cultural psychologist then where does the fact of culture what do you have to explain between let's say the service providers and the system here between them and the newcomer to help them understand particularly the service providers about the cultural dynamics and nuances could you explain a little bit about that like what might they misunderstand or not understand and how can you help out at that moment thank you so much for for that question because that is one of the most important question that like we tend to miss because we 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 need to understand that our education our training it is eurocentric even my own training you know like i might might be from a cultural background but i got my own training everything from elementary school to now from a eurocentric point of view and well and, and like and the tools and the skills it is from that culture so so but but uh, but most of the immigrant that come speak like the women they they are misunderstood because if i come in explain something it doesn't necessarily mean it is what i have explained you have to understand what is my background to be able to kind of you know give me like the the like the best treatment right. or to be able to give me like the the best attention that i need right to so, put it into your specific context exactly yeah. so so sometimes uh, like uh, like culture play a very big role so that like you know context as you say it is not missed mm-hmm. you, you know so so uh, most clients will not go through with receiving uh, uh, services or receiving help from the mainstream mm-hmm. without us hmm. and then that why like you know when they come as i said earlier on we are we kind of bridge the gap mm-hmm. you know like we will sit in in the meeting and when they're explaining something it is in english mm-hmm. of course the way like we are talking but the whole context and the whole comprehension of it mm-hmm. is different from somebody who is not exposed Mm-hmm. like the way you are exposed now you know to a lot of migrant mm-hmm. you will have got a different context you have got a different way of of lens you have got a different 
worldview, like of most of these clients when you are dealing with them. Right. 90% of service providers, like like providers, they they yes, they, they are doing a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. Like really. But they are doing a wonderful job have the tools they have. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yes. you know, so so it is it is it is upon us like my job to actually reach out to them. Right. And kind of partner with them. Right. And then kind of, you know, like have maybe uh, conferences or presentation. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when, when, when somebody who is a recent immigrant come and they are presenting A, B, C, D, look into A, B, C, D first before you conclude. Exactly. And that's what Michael and I do a bit about. Don't we, Michael? Yeah, you're true. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it sounds very interesting, your work, and also very challenging. And when, when you say a crisis counselor, we hope that the people didn't come with crises, but they tend to get into crises here. <laughs> and so... Um, it's wonderful that you are available and uh, so key to helping people settle and hopefully helping also our people here understand uh, people around the world a little better as well. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I think on that note, uh, Michael and I uh, would like to thank you very much for coming today. You've uh, taught us a lot, and uh, it's very interesting to hear your stories. I'm sure you have countless stories that would go on. You could talk until the cows come home, as you say, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So thanks for joining us today, everyone. Next time on Culture Clinic, we'll explore another fascinating topic with stories from another guest. Michael and I always welcome your feedback and suggestions. Please write us at culturalbridging at sods.sk.ca. We appreciate you, our dear listeners. Until next time, remember to keep safe, keep distance, and keep alive.